the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Second hour of the show today. Uh, much going on, and and we will... Um, We'll keep you posted on any breaking news. Uh, O.J. Simpson is now seated in front of the four-person parole board. Uh, he's he's on video with them, and and they have a return feed as he is in the Lovelock Correctional Facility in Lovelock, Nevada, and the parole board is up in Carson City, and uh, they're astounded by all the attention on the 70-year-old wife-beater alleged murderer who's now a convicted kidnapper and uh and serving a 33-year sentence that he's almost served nine years of so interestingly enough while we're in the break cnn's jeffrey tubin who uh who has considerable legal experience said he believes oj simpson is guilty of murder and should be serving life in prison and uh will probably have done enough to earn release in Nevada based on the laws of that state. He was found guilty, I think it was uh, on the exact anniversary date of the of the either the killing or or the initial time that he was found not to be guilty of of killing Nicole and Ron Goldman, Nicole Simpson, his ex and and Ronald Goldman, the guy that was uh, unfortunately delivering glasses back to Nicole Brown after she left him at a restaurant. So it's still a gigantic tragedy. But the the hearing is is just begun. And the the woman who is the chair of this four person board has kind of warned everybody that her questions are going to be lengthy. So I don't think we should be taking this live right away. There's just going to be a lot going on. We'll we'll update you as things happen. You can still take the poll though. There's an hour left on the poll, and uh, in in that poll, we hope to figure out whether or not you think OJ will be released. I do. Uh, and currently, let's let's double check on things because currently we were we were pretty darn close when we when we looked at this earlier. And of course, now the the polling data has uh, slogged down for us. So uh, it was it was almost fifty percent of you believed that OJ was getting getting allowed was going to be allowed to be released. Now he's not he's not going to be if they if they give him parole, they don't just open the door and throw him out. What they do is they schedule a date where he will be eligible to leave the facility, and that would be October first of this year. So 50% of you say, yes, he will be paroled. 33% say no. And 17%, of course, are saying, oh, I don't know. Yesterday on this program, I told you what I believed was the real reason Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin had the second meeting at the G20. I, I really believe I nailed it when I talked about the fact that Trump's wife, Melania, was sitting next to Vladimir during the uh, dinner. And Donald Trump being uh, an alpha and Vladimir Putin being an alpha. 
and Melania Trump being a, an attractive woman, the two alphas were both making sure that they had the attention of the attractive female. Now, here's, here's an interesting sidebar to all of this. And, and here's why I believe I'm 100% right that this was Donald Trump jealous because there was too much fun going on between Melania and Vladimir. There was too much fun. Too much fun. Is that Melania speaks five languages, one of which is German. Vladimir Putin speaks German. And they were, I'm guessing, the two of them were speaking to each other in German and having a good old time laughing, and it was driving Donald crazy. And I also believe it was Vladimir's intention to do so. He was trolling the Trumpster. Just saying. And then there is the story, the, the sidebar story here in all this. Corey Lewandowski, you know, the guy that was tied up with the uh, Trump campaign early on. He was the, I think he was the first campaign manager. Corey Lewandowski was on Fox and Friends. He seems to have an obsession with Melania Trump's looks. How many times does Corey Lewandowski mention Melania Trump is uh, either beautiful or very attractive? Forty people uh, were at that dinner. Obviously, the, the 20 G20 leaders and their spouses. Our best representative, who is stunningly beautiful and incredibly intelligent, sat next to Vladimir Putin at the request of the German chancellor. Right. She had a conversation with Vladimir Putin. It was her dinner partner for you know, a few hours. Big deal. And then you know what the president did? Our president, he got up and he walked over and he saw his beautiful wife, the first lady of the United States, and he had a conversation with her. How is this you know, a fake? How is this anything other than the president of the United States going over and seeing the first lady, who, by the way, speaks five languages, is incredibly beautiful, and is incredibly intelligent, and is a great representative of our country. Is it me, or is he just a little obsessed? Is that a little disturbing that three times within a 45-second or 43-second window, Corey Lewandowski was talking about just how incredibly beautiful the first lady is? Ah, just a little uncomfortable with all that. All right, side, stepping aside, yesterday we talked to Dr. Jorge on the phone in our regular Wellness Wednesday second uh, segment on this program. We like to talk about your health and your fitness every single Wednesday. Yeah, we'll talk about it any time, but Dr. Jorge shows up on Wednesdays, Wellness Wednesdays, and uh, I think someone's on the phone. Who's on the phone with us this, uh, this afternoon regarding Wellness Wednesdays? Julie, Julie, welcome to uh, Pure Opelka. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? It's great I'm great. To you. Well, it's it's my pleasure. I appreciate you guys being there, and especially when you take time. Now, you were listening to Dr. Jorge yesterday. Is that what I'm understanding? Well, I've been listening for a while, both my husband and I, when we're not working, and I this high fructose corn syrup has become a running theme uh, with with uh, Dr. Jorge and and I, at first when I started listening to Dr. Jorge I I kind of he was always in the background you and him were talking and then my ears perked up because he started mentioning this substance that was in our foods and I'm like oh I, I've been I had a foot injury because I'm athletic and I was off off my foot I'm in a hiking club and 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 I couldn't walk 
and I was a runner like you. I was a runner, and then I decided to go into hiking, and I was I've been laid up, and now I'm better. But then I was like gaining this weight, and it's like forty pounds, and I'm so frustrated, and I I wanted my metabolism to kick up. And I was like, what is the trick? What have I done? Because I was a fitness instructor as well. And the secret and was the stuff, the substance was in my food, in all our food. Yes. And I started looking at all the ingredients, and I about passed out. It's in everything. What Julie is talking about, well, Julie, let me, let me share just a, a little bit here. What Julie's talking about is something really Really interesting, and it's high fructose corn syrup, and uh, H HFCs is what it's uh, abbreviated. But if you will look at all of the foods you have in your home and look at the ingredients, if it has high fructose corn syrup in it, it's a bad idea. And I'll tell you, my individual, I, we, Dr. Jorge and I have known each other for a decade. And we have been talking about high fructose corn syrup for a decade. And what it what it is is a sweetener obviously made from from corn and it's super cheap for the companies to use. It is the cheapest sweetener you can find, but it's also horrible for you. And I think it's been around for I think about four decades now. I think you see uh, what I call the thickening of America directly related to high fructose corn syrup because it is everywhere and it's it's sugar that doesn't break down the same way natural sugars do it's sugar that that doesn't do the same thing that pure cane sugar does that honey does you know i'm trying to get off sweeteners myself but i do i'm not gonna lie i love a little sweetness in my tea or or just anywhere so it's it's one of those things julie that when Years ago, I noticed if I would drink a soda, a Coca-Cola, or any soda that has high fructose corn syrup, I develop a tickle cough almost instantly, mm -hmm. and it is, it's so irritating. And I'll tell you, it, it's the same kind of cough that Hillary Clinton has, and uh, when, when she's out on the campaign trail and you hear the... <coughs> Right. And it's something she can't stop. I took high fructose corn syrup out of my personal food chain. And it, it is completely, I've lost 13 pounds in a month. Wow. It, that's it, amazing. That's all, I, that's all I changed. That's all I've changed, that and trans fats, because that was easy to do. We don't eat out. I don't drink soda. And I have no more sugar cravings. It's not that where I and I do eat peanut butter, but I eat organic peanut butter. I'm not a bread eater. I don't eat, you know, it was I'm here. I had all this healthy, this other healthy stuff like vitamins and certain natural herbs and everything. And, and I was sabotaging myself throughout this whole thing with high fructose corn syrup. And it's in powdered items. Like if you have hot chocolate, it's in that it's in it's in. Uh, over the, you know, just regular peanut butter that yeah, you, you have to read all the labels. You can't assume it's not in stuff. It's in all your condiments. You have to get the stuff without it. Well, here's, Julie, pounds. here's an, an interesting thing. Canada won't allow it. 
Most right. European countries won't allow it. I think Mexico okay. doesn't allow it. And I do, I, I got to admit, I'm weak. I like a soda. I will, I will go and buy the Coca-Cola that comes from Mexico because Absolutely. it has cane, sh cane sugar in it. And mm -hmm. I will have that Coca-Cola before I will drink an American Coca-Cola or a soft drink with high fructose corn syrup. I, I'll deal with the sugar and I'll find a way to burn it out of my system. But what you bring up is so important. It's in ketchup. Why yes, is high fructose corn syrup in my ketchup? Yes, you can buy it. You have to read the labels. You can look and it'll say no high fructose corn syrup. You can find it in. You can find it without it in like certain uh, syrups. You know, like pancake syrups. You can find. You have to really be a, an, a, a consumer who's aware. And the more people who do this, the more that the you have to buy it. You have to use your pocketbook because the more that's the only way to prevent this from being used in our system, in our in our economy, is to to force it out of the system. Well, we're slowly but surely doing it, but I will tell yeah. you and everyone else listening that high fructose corn syrup is so, it's, it's more entrenched in our foods mm -hmm. than Obamacare is in our health care, <laughs> and it's been there for four decades, and oh, in order to get it out, we're going to need everybody screaming about it, but the, the I, biggest I way to do it is it. to not yeah. buy it. If you don't and buy it, guess you. what? I want to thank yeah. you, and I want to thank Dr. Jorge for bringing it to my attention, because I, 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 I know it's such a simple thing, but I wasn't, you woke me up to it, because that was just, that was the, I knew there was a, a switch in my metabolism, and you guys were it. You were well, it, you, you saved, you, you, I know you were going to say, oh shucks, and that wasn't me, but it was, it was you too. If I had not had the radio on, and didn't listen to Wellness Wednesday, well, I, I appreciate that. This. I, I, I appreciate that, but the, keep spreading the word on this because I, I will tell you. When I go to my doctors. Good, good. They, when I look at system. when I look at kids today, and I don't mean to be the old guy saying kids today. When I look <laughs> at kids today, I see kids getting thicker and thicker, and, and I thicker equate and it thicker. to sedentary lifestyles and high fructose corn syrups. Yep. So if if we can get both of those changed, we'll get kids in America better again. But Julie, I I thank you so much. I hope you're yep. back out hiking in Tennessee because oh, it's a beautiful yes, state. Uh, except for the heat, the heat is just unbearable today and tomorrow. We're in a heat alert. And I want to say one more thing about this high fructose corn syrup. It does cause a brain fog. I I have been reading up on it, and prior to me you know, completely getting it out of my system, I always felt foggy. And I, it, it my energy levels back. Well, that's everything. good. Yeah. Very it, good. It, I, I'm, I'm telling you, you keep up the Wellness Wednesdays with Dr. Jorge. Well, and, we will. And, and thank you for, you. if you'll be there, we'll be there. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> All right. I, I got to take a break. I got to pay some bills. This is Pure Opelka. Come on back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. I've got to share a story with you. Uh, O.J. Simpson is currently in front of a parole board via video. He's he is in front of a camera at the Lovelock Correctional Center in Lovelock, Nevada, and he is speaking via camera to the four person parole board back in Carson City, Nevada. If they vote unanimously to parole O.J. Simpson, he will be released October 1st after serving almost nine years for kidnap kidnapping and theft uh, a couple other charges of a 33 year sentence and many people believe oj simpson killed his ex-wife nicole brown simpson and ronald goldman uh so so many years ago but oj simpson killed something else and i don't even know if anybody really is aware of it the oj simpson trial when it was carried live on television, it was the biggest thing on television. And it, and it had all of the elements that you would want in a major TV show. It had fame with a, a television and movie personality who also happened to be a big-name athlete. It had fortunes because these people had wealth. It had sex and drugs and like I said, fame. And it had the mystery behind it because there were so many questions that that were floating out there about this killing. It had the low-speed car chase. It had OJ with AC Green driving the car, the white Bronco that was covered from the helicopters. It was covered live during a an NBA playoff game. They were projecting the car chase on the scoreboard in Madison Square Garden. That's how big this was. But the trial that went on for so long and was carried live on network television before all of, all of this cable explosion happened. And what O.J. Simpson's trial gave people in the daytime was the ultimate soap opera. And at the time O.J. Simpson and his trial were happening, I believe there were more than 14 daily soap operas on network television. But soap operas can't have real people. They can't have real characters. They all had to be made up. So it was all fantasy. But the O.J. Simpson trial gave us sex, drugs, fame, intrigue, mystery, weird characters. It was the greatest soap opera on television. And after the trial ended, the numbers for soap operas never came back. I think there are two, maybe three soap operas left on TV. And a lot of judge shows. And you can put the television pivot point right back on the O.J. Simpson trial. O.J. killed soap operas, too. Trust me, I know. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka during the break. Uh, of course, I've been watching uh, inmate number 1027820 in front of the parole board in Carson City, Nevada. The inmate, of course, O.J. Simpson. And uh, Mr. Simpson is trying to make the case for himself to be paroled and set free after eight and a half years in prison. And and it's uh, he's serving a 33-year sentence for kidnapping, etc. I explained before we went to break how O.J. had killed soap operas. And it, it truly was a devastating shot, and it also birthed the courtroom TV explosion, which is part of the reality TV explosion. OJ was the ultimate reality show. You had a, a, a real life crime and trial right there on your screen every single day. It totally destroyed soaps. Uh, to give you an idea, I believe the number I was quoted before the OJ Simpson trial, the total profits of the soap operas were bigger than the total revenues eventually five years after the decline in soap operas. And part of that is also because of uh, the change in the workforce. There were so many people who had gone to work. There were fewer um, housewives and more more women in the workplace over a, a decade period. But there is the spike in the courtroom reality shows, the Judge Judy's, the Judge Mathis, the Judge whomever. So uh, O.J. killed soap operas. But we're watching this, and, and there were some, uh, some interesting moments, a little screw-up early, as the parole board commissioner is trying to verify for the record who O.J. Simpson is. He has to approve his, his signature. Yeah, that's my signature. I signed those documents. He has, to, uh, he has to verify his age, and this is where it got silly. And we have that you are currently, well, very recently turned 90 years old. 90, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you look great. <laughs> How about we take two decades off and call you 70? <laughs> O.J. Simpson is, in fact, 70 years old. So think about it. O.J. Simpson and Donald Trump, pretty much the same age. Trump's 71 now, but they're the same age. O.J., despite the fact that he's in prison, appears to be in a little better shape than the president. But that's a different topic altogether. Simpson did talk about the encounter, and he, he now has been saying that uh, he, he made very bad decisions and uh, he has apologized to the state and the people of the state. But he did talk about the parole to the parole board uh, that he's never been accused of pulling a weapon on anybody. I'm no danger to pull a gun on anybody. <laughs> you know, I never have in my life. I've never been accused of it in my life. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. And Bruce, Bruce knows that I would never do that. I, I never have. Um, Bruce is the guy that O.J. Simpson now says is his friend, and, and he's a, a guy that Mr. Simpson has said uh, has supported him now. And that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. O.J. Simpson and the guy that he, 
he had the dust up with, the guy who had the gun held on him by one of OJ's associates, has come out and said that he should be set free, that they are apparently uh, buddies now. Now, here's, I don't have this quote pulled yet, but during the course of the testimony, OJ said to the parole board, I've basically lived a conflict-free life. I'm sorry, but Mr. Simpson, if you are a guy who has um, been accused of domestic violence, if you are a guy who has been uh, caught up in domestic violence with your now ex-wife, now deceased wife, um, I don't think you get to say you've lived a conflict-free life. You know, he may have been a, a pretty decent prisoner in terms of uh, how he's behaved in this correctional facility over the eight years. But uh, a conflict-free life? No. No, you're not, you're not the next U.N. ambassador, O.J. Simpson. No, that, that doesn't work that way. We'll keep an eye on this to see if any other uh, statements are out of it. I, I think they're anticipating this to be done before the top of the next hour, and I don't know how quickly the board votes. It seems like it should be pretty cut and dried based on the time. Although there is that story on the blaze that speculates on whether or not O.J. Simpson being caught um, pleasuring himself by a guard could upset his chances of being released. I, I don't even want to get too far into it. The Jeff Fisher Show will handle this on Saturday, I'm sure if Jeffy hasn't brought it up as a topic with Pat and Stu. But uh, I'm just saying the O.J. Simpson trial, uh, the um, not trial, the parole hearing goes on apace. And we will see what happens. We'll, we'll monitor what happens with that. Uh, earlier today, Glenn Beck was talking about a story, and I don't know if they got to this, uh, the, complete, um, the complete breakdown of this. But he was talking about the BBC and how the BBC and, and the government-controlled media has put restrictions on the makeup of shows. In other words, are the television shows reflecting properly the people of England? And, for example, they were talking about how many gay roles, how many... Uh, black, white, Asian roles must, must be out there. Well, this actually happened just a little over a year ago that the BBC decreed that one-sixth of all on-screen roles on BBC productions must go to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or disabled people by 2020. So the, the, the uh, British government, I almost said Canadian government, because the Canadian media has some interesting restrictions as well. But in this case, it's the British government. The British Broadcasting Company has decreed that there are these new diversity pledges and they have to have a representation of ethnic minorities that they, they have a target for that of 15%. But they also say half of all the BBC roles on screen and broadcasting roles will go to women. So that's not a target like the LGBT and disabled people. 
must constitute 8% of roles. So one in every six people in starring roles or, or dominating roles on BBC television, one in every six or 8% total must be gay, lesbian, or disabled by 2020. So they've got to, they've got to do things. And this came up as a result of the statement that it's time for um, the next James Bond to be Jane Bond or a female Bond. I don't know. I, I, I happen to believe that the free market will decide actors and, and actors alone should be able to. You know what? I wonder if Daniel Day-Lewis would be able to play the role he played in My Left Foot today. Would they allow that to happen? Or would they mandate that the role be given to a person who had the same malady? I don't know. I, I, I think that when you put quotas like this on top of a creative outlet, I think you run the risk of absolutely killing it. You, you run the risk of destroying the creativity. How, how do you feel about shows like Blackish on ABC? Or networks that carry predominantly ethnic broadcasting. Are, are we going to have the same kind of quotas here in America? Are we going to be told that you have to have X number of roles filled by this kind of person? And, and if so, will that just have networks looking for people who fill only the ethnicity but may not have or the handicap or the gender confusion role Oh, and, and they won't have the experience as an actor. Once again, good actors will get the short end of the stick. I think this is a dangerous precedent. The BBC thinks it's a great idea. And I'm sure there's a movie being made now about an actor who's pretending to be gay so they can get a part because the quota needs to be filled. It's going to be a romantic, a rom-com with the straight actor pretending to be gay to get the role and then having to sneak around his fans living a secret closeted heterosexual life, right? Hilarity ensues. Come on, BBC. You're better than this. But I just wonder, what would that have done in hindsight to all the great BBC shows like Downton Abbey? What would it have done? Just asking the question. Michael Pelka stepping aside. When we get back, oh boy, there's some silliness around the corner. I'll share it with you. Next, I'm Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Uh, let me remind you, uh, there is still time. There is still time to get the three-week quick start pack for Relief Factor for just $19.95. I started using Relief Factor on uh, April 7th. On April 15th, I stopped using over-the-counter pain relief for the pain in my knees and my hips and my neck. And guess what? It continues today. 
I, I am using Relief Factor. It's all natural. It is a combination of fish oils and things like turmeric, spices, that actually go to work to reduce naturally the inflammation in my joints, and suddenly the pain is gone. Well, it took eight days, but most people seven to ten days. Thousands of people have gotten their life back. Thousands of people are like me, back out in the garden, back out on the golf course, back playing with the kids, whatever you're doing, because they tried Relief Factor. Get the three-week quick start pack now. Get your life back. If you want to know more, call them at 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384, or you can go to relieffactor.com. You'll see it. I, I love the Quick Start Pack because it's already packaged for me, and I just throw it in my, my computer bag, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I've got my Relief Factor, and I don't have to worry about it, and all I worry about is how much I'm going to try and do today. ReliefFactor.com. Keeping an eye on the O.J. Simpson uh, parole hearing, I thought, I thought this statement he made just a few minutes ago was um, pretty darned interesting. I've, uh, you know, I, right now I'm at a point in my life where all I want to do is spend time with my, as much time as I can with my uh, children and my friends, and, uh, and uh, I'm not looking to be involved with the media. I've had so many offers uh, for interviews when I've been here in, in Lovelock, and I've turned them all down. I'm not interested in any of, in any of that. Uh, I've done my time. You know, I've done it as well and as respectfully as I think anybody can. I think if you talk to the wardens then, they'll tell you I've been there. I, I, I gave them my word. I believe in the jury system. I've honored their verdict. I have not complained for nine years. All I've done is try to be helpful and uh, encourage the guys around there, hey, man, do your time, uh, fight in court, and don't do anything that's going to extend your time. And that's the life I've tried to live because I want to get back to my kids and my family. Interesting statements there that O.J. Simpson says he, he doesn't really want the spotlight. He doesn't want to be involved in any, any media projects. I am betting. I am betting that we will see a media. If O.J. Simpson is released, October 1st will be the launch of the O.J. Simpson reality show. It, it just, to say otherwise is to deny the truth. So, O.J., you're saying all the things that everybody wants you to say, but I, I don't think anyone's fooled. But I also don't think that kind of a statement is going to hold you back from being given that uh, parole that you're you're pitching, uh, they, I think they're wrapping up statements, closing statements, and maybe we'll hear today. You know, if I if I were this um, parole board, they're getting a lot of TV time. I'll bet you that they milk this just a little bit more. You think? Just a little bit longer. Well, we will see. OJ's daughter, the uh, oldest one spoke briefly and made a prepare state, prepared statement. But it, it, was, uh, it was just saying that, you know, her dad is the rock in the center and her best friend and all that stuff. What you would expect a child to say. I don't think we're going to... Her statement is not going to affect them. He followed the law in the prison. He didn't complain. 
for the if they just base it on the crime, he's out. If they base it on the fact that he killed his ex-wife and Ron Goldman, I think he's going to stay in there for the full 33 years. But we'll see. When we come back, John McCain update and a couple more on Russia next on Puro Pelka. Pure Opelka with Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.